Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and the right of me is once again the phenomenally great Buck Perez. Todd, how are we doing? Doing good, Buck. Dramatic cross. And to the left of us, once again, Kira Hesser. I don't get a phenomenally great. <laughs> a great, indubitably, phenomenally <laughs> wonderful. I would give her all my just, toaster biscuits. Cool. I say, I say just be happier here. <laughs> wow. Thanks, Buck. Well, a welcoming dude. Where's well, my pie? I mean, Kira, this is not a good way to start off the first show. I realize <laughs> that we're doing right now, but um, all kidding aside, we don't have too many. We have a lot of co-hosts on the show. You know, that's why it's called the ro- rotating gang. gang. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And uh, you know, few few people come back for two weeks in a row. I think uh, this is Miss Hesses, if I'm saying that correctly. You are. Miss Hesses, uh, <laughs> third week back with us. Yes, uh, I think it's her third recording session. Right. Yeah, she's uh, she's now hit the hat trick. Most people maybe they'll do one, two week stint. Maybe mm. some will do two two week stints. Um, but I think this now puts her in the John Salwin category of doing three stints in a row. Right. And usually by that time, uh, the personality tends to wane on me for some reason. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, you know, a very abrasive person. And oh, I your re- personality, not I mine. I realize that. Well, no, it usually has something to do with the co-host as well. I see it as well. I see. But with me, Todd, I just feel like this is kind of uh, our little man cave type thing. You yeah. know, this is something we do. You know, mostly guys listen to our show. It's an occasional chick. But, you know, I just think Kira's kind of, you know, chicken it up. So I'm intruding. Well, you know, it's like... You think... No, no. You resent my presence. No. You guys, I just really love the drive out here. I just love driving to Lakewood. It's the scenic That's the best part. It's the scenic scenic part of... Where are we? We we are uh, just uh, north of Long Beach. Yes, north of Long Beach. In Los Angeles County. In southern... (laughs) Southeast... It is not... Yes, we're in Los Angeles oh, County. We're okay. in Southeast Los <laughs> Angeles County. We are uh, 10 minutes from Compton, California, uh, 15 minutes from South Central Los Angeles, okay. and about uh, five minutes from Orange County. Nice. All the best places you could be. We're centrally located. <laughs> we are right in the middle of the shit. You are. You got to... Well, I, I say, Buck, here, here's the deal. If, if, if you did have beef with uh, Kira coming back again, I, I do the booking for the show. Mm-hmm. I, I make the calls out. Mm-hmm. I get talented people in here. There hasn't been a human being. I, I liked how you did the quotes with that, the air quotes, talented people. No, that, no, that there was, was no. Good. There was air quotes. I no, was, no, was he just was just gesticulating. <laughs> I, was, I was giving positive gesticulation. <laughs> right, I got you. Which I learned from Cosmo Magazine, actually. It's when something that women really enjoy is mm-hmm. uh, a positive gesticulation. Well, I believe you. <laughs> that was air, air quoted. quotes on that one. Yeah. And that works really well on radio. <laughs> I <know>. <laughs> That's what I was doing it. So, uh, well, I'd personally like to thank Kira for coming back because I think she does a great job. And uh, real quick, before we get Thanks in, having me back, yeah. See, before we Thanks get into things, me. it's turned into Judy Bloom. I don't know what's going on. You're gonna love me by the end of this. By the end of this recording session, you're gonna wish I was here all the time. Really? All right. Let's let's find out. Go ahead, Todd. Well, uh, first of all, I'd like to give a quick shout out. Um, to one of our listeners. And uh, so without further ado, um, because uh, announcer Elliot hasn't been here for a while to sit and record stuff, I've uh, got announcer William from the United Kingdom that's going to be on this one right here. Very good. So here we go. A quick shout out and uh, let's do it. Shout out to Jay Albritton in Gainesville for giving us a nice iTunes review. Uh, thank you, Jay. Do that. 
email us at shoutout at faroutpodcast.com. Once again, that's uh, Jay Albertron in Gainesville. Thank you for giving us the iTunes review. Thank you, Jay. And before we get into our topic for the day, uh, Kira, real quick, you did a you hosted a show the other day in uh, beautiful Hollywood, California, with uh, with uh, was it Eddie Pepitone? Yes, uh, the lineup was fantastic. It's uh, it's our monthly show called Gallows Humor, and uh, Eddie Pepitone headlined. And there's also an incredible Jesse Case, Johnny Pemberton, Aparna Nancherla, who was on last week's What the Fuck episode. Um, what the fuck? podcast with mark maron um he she was on the lineup at the the live steve allen theater interview um she is great and then Brittany fields and mike truesdale and myself wow after that laundry list of names how did the show go cure it was fucking awesome it was oh we're allowed to swear on this yeah <laughs> stop myself um it was fantastic it was like we were all being sort of cuddled by the crowd because it was in this really small retail shop um vlad the retailer on melrose and heliotrope which is a really cool little place and uh, it was just great. It was everybody. It was a fantastic crowd. All the comedians, uh, you know, approached me afterwards and said this is the best audience they had in a long time. Awesome. Yeah, we were able to like split the door cost and um, pay all the comedians. So that was really cool. It was awesome. great. Yeah. So yeah. Sh- uh, I know because I was there. <laughs> yeah, no, you guys sorry. showed up. <laughs> I wasn't there. I Drive didn't. all the way out to Lakewood, three sessions in a row. Yeah. You guys can't come to Hollywood once. I, I, I will definitely come out. I was doing a two-hour-long interview with uh, Giovanni for the Get It On podcast, and I went through an entire bottle of wine. <laughs> and I got to the point to where I was, I was in, I was drinking all the wine, mm-hmm. and we had a very large cup that was sitting on the table from a previous recording session. And as to not leave the conversation with Giovanni, actually, um, I peed in the cup. It was like a 22-ounce <laughs> cup while talking to him in order Jeez. just to... Did you really? <laughs> no. Is oh, that no, something you Todd. do all the time? No, I, I, I could talk about something right now. <laughs> oh, yeah? Uh, my buddy Jimmy, I went uh, bike riding with him over in Venice hmm. yesterday. So it's me, Jimmy, my other buddy Daryl, and uh, me and Daryl drove separately. Jimmy arrives in his truck. And my other buddy Daryl? <laughs> yeah, right. She doesn't get a bit. It's okay. Uh, no, she doesn't. But uh, <laughs> at one point in time, here. we see uh, Mr. Jimmy... Uh, in the, I'm like, where's Jimmy? And the last thing I heard Jimmy say right before I didn't see him was, I got to take a leak. Like, oh, shit, I got to take a leak. And I turn around, and he's gone. So I figure, you know, he went in the bushes, went somewhere. And then um, we're getting the bikes out. Daryl's around, and he's like, I think Jimmy's in his back seat. Yeah. Like, like, he's in his back seat. And then, uh, yeah, I didn't think anything. Of it. I didn't, you know, I don't think Jimmy's pissing in his back seat. That's, yeah. not, that's not something you do. But uh, Something Jimmy does. Then we're driving back. <laughs> We're driving back from Venice Beach, and I see Jimmy's uh, truck pulled over right before, like you get on the freeway and shit. And I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" And it's seriously Jimmy in the back of his truck. And I'm like, "Jimmy, you all right? Like you're going?" He's like, "Yeah, had to take a piss." So, no, what did he piss in? I have no idea. Dumb and dumber. What do you think I'm going to ask him next time I see him? Though is, but that's all the mystery of what the fuck was Jimmy doing in the truck for those uh, few minutes right there at the beginning. Well, and I, that's a that's the people I hang out with, Kara. <laughs> Classy friends. Exactly. Uh, see, I uh, I feel like sometimes podcasting. I'm kind of like Lance Armstrong or like a long distance that's tour how, to France that's how guy. You see yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> very her- very heroic. Well, I mean, sometimes if if you are a uh, long distance like bike rider, I mean, if you want to win the Tour de France, you're gonna sit and you can do whatever you can. You're not gonna pull the bike over to the side to take a leak, so they shit and piss on themselves. Wow. And if I'm doing a marathon podcast. And I've got me and Giovanni are locked horns, and we're bringing it. Hmm. I'm not gonna pause and say, "Hey, I got to use the bathroom." 
I'm going to sit in my chair you're, right here. You're pulling a Jimmy. And I'm going to pull a Jimmy. Yeah. You're just going to piss and whatever. I actually once, once it's had disgusting. that. Disgusting. Is awesome. that cup on this table now? <laughs> no, no. It's oh, good. Yeah. See, girls would never do that, right? <laughs> we can't. No, that's not an option. <laughs> but you can have your period on a car seat. Right? Oh, my God. This happens. This does happen. <laughs> We're bringing up old shows, but yeah, that does happen. <laughs> it sure does. You learned something that yes, day, I, Buck. I, I, see, and see, Don't you I'm want ta- me back to I'm talking you? about her chicken up the show. This is what I'm talking about, man. You brought the period back up, my friend. <laughs> well, you know, I just went to- actually, I just went to see a show, and Chelsea Peretti did this great bit where she said, "You know, you know, guys always complain that women do all women comedians do is talk about their periods. If guys got their periods, that's all stand up would be about. Yo, I'm bleeding out of my dick. Drip, drop, drip, drop. It's a fantastic bit, and I agree with it. Sometimes I wish I could bleed out of my dick. <laughs> I, you you know, can I, get there someday, Todd. Exactly. I tell you the." Uh, the the peeing in the cup thing can go wrong. I was at a bar one time in Silver Lake, and then I was going like an after party at some some somebody's house, and I was waiting for everybody to get back to the house from the bar, mm. and I had to pee real bad, and I was on an uphill because Silver Lake there's lots of hills. I live there. I know. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so I was sitting in my so I was on, parked on a hill, and I thought, oh man, I got I got a whiz. So I grabbed a coffee cup. Now, coffee cup's about, uh, what, eight ounces? Yeah, not enough. Not enough. So, but, <laughs> but also, the angle meant that I had to hold the cup at like a 45-degree angle and then order to get the wang into it. So eventually, I filled it, and then it, it spilled back onto oh, my, on my jeans. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So then I had to, I was like, shit, man. Now I got to walk in. Like, so I dumped the urine out on the street, and then I thought, Classy. oh, shit. Now I got to walk into the party, and I had... A big, like I look like an elderly person, like, just pre depends before. And it is piss that's actually on you. It's not like water or something like that. Oh, it was my piss. It's your own piss. It was grade A Todd Perry urine. And um, yeah, I, uh, I I waited, I dried off, I danced, I, you know, I took maybe a, a spare shirt I had and I sopped it up and then I went in there and made party. And Welcome to the pissing into cups episode, everyone. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> okay, you, you, you brought up earlier, Buck, uh, how you were a little miffed at the fact that possibly Kira's energy on the show, she's bringing too much of a feminine energy. We're, I just feel like, you know, me and you are roommates, Todd, and, you know, you're going out with Kira or something, and she starts, like, leaving shit at the house, and then eventually she's, like, there all the time. I feel like that's what's happening. Like, it, it, it's not good. Wow. Well, this I think not that, good. So we have a... Buck and I earlier, we wrote down some questions, and we put them in a hat... And so Kira can just pick them out and answer them. So Kira doesn't know who asked the question because I feel that we could be most honest if we're anonymous. Mm. It's bipartisan. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. So, so Kira will have, have no idea who had the question and Buck and I, we don't need to reveal because I figured we'd be more honest. And then Kira can maybe tell us a little bit more what it's like to be a female and kind of answer these questions that maybe lots of guys want to know, but we're too afraid to ask. I'm, I'm intrigued. So we have a hat here, Kira. You can just pick out a question, you know, read it off, answer it, and then Buck, no need to say whether it was your question or not. No, no problem. You know, so we have them down. So Kira's picking a question I, I, out of the hat. I did sign my name after every one of my questions, so just so she knew. By the way, who uh, was responsible for making these feminine <laughs> edges on did. these? Todd did. I know I saw that. <laughs> well, I, a little extra special care. Yeah, it's well, ornamental. It's like a fortune cookie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well they were cut. The, uh, the, the questions here were cut with like crinkle scissors. Okay. Because I, I printed them out yeah. and then cut them with crinkle scissors because my wife is a kindergarten teacher. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And we don't have any regular scissors. Okay. So, which seems like not a big problem in life until you have a renegade mm-hmm. nose hair. <laughs> now, 
Crinkle cut scissors aren't really that doing doing the business, man. No, ma- just imagine means the inside of your nose is very fancy. <laughs> Dude, if you looked, Buck, if you saw these, <laughs> yeah, it's not good. All right, just make sure you don't do. I'm sorry, Karen. Make sure you don't do any uh, what ransom letters. You know, cutting out letters and stuff because they'll know it's you, man. They'll know. They'll know it's yeah. a. You're the, only, you're the only one doing it with the crinkle. You can imagine what happens when I have to trim my pubic hair. Yes, mm, with crinkle point. scissors. Tell us more. Jesus. <laughs> This is what the show used to be like. Let's get back to it. Anyway, go ahead. Let's talk about some pubes. Let's get back to it. No, let's talk about something that rhymes with pubes. Dudes. Ah. Number one question is, what's wrong with short dudes? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Ty goes, yeah. All right. Well, um, what's wrong with short dudes? Well, this is implying that there is something inherently wrong with them, which I, I th- don't I know if I agree shorter, with. Shorter people have kind of an attitude about them. Buck's got the answers. Well, no, I'm just telling you, I, I wrote this question. They have to. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, don't like shorter guys have kind of a Napoleon, Napoleon complex yeah, exactly. kind of thing? They're, they're kind of like assholes. Um, I would. Oh, so you mean you think they're assholes instead of like, why don't girls want to date short guys? That's how I read this. I was thinking that's more what you would ask a woman is why, why don't. Because lots of guys have a trauma or, you know, a lot, a lot of women are like, I will never date a guy that's this height or whatever. It seems mm-hmm. to be a double standard. I've been tall my whole life. I don't know what it's like, but I notice many short people are very lonely very lonely why why (laughs) well you know a woman likes to be made to feel uh, there's something sort of emasculating about towering over somebody you're dating i don't know i i'm i'm more attracted to tall guys i'm not usually attracted to short guys or guys that are shorter than me i guess i I don't really want to bend down to hug somebody i'm with and i'm short so it's it's not this really isn't usually an issue i'm only five six um so, so you have a number. So I so they've got to be five. I mean, five eight's kind of pushing it. Yeah, you've, five got, eight a, you've got a number where it's. I like, kind of do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 which is sad. I don't. I mean, I said in a previous show that I don't have. I would probably date a midget, but my my <laughs> my real. That's not funny. If she was a Hispanic <laughs> with long hair, sure, why not? But what, uh, is that your type? Sure, but uh, <laughs> I've I've always had a fancy. I haven't been with a chick that's taller than me. Like same height, yes, but not taller. You know, because you got to get in like six three, six four chick to be taller than me. You know, yeah, so, yeah, it's a fantasy. Yeah, I, I like my women about uh, five five to five uh, eight. Why do you have numbers, really? Yeah, you have numbers like Kira. Yeah, why? Uh, well, because I don't. If a, how tall are you? I'm like six one. Okay. And because I was once in a makeout session with a girl who was uh, p- very picturesque, uh, she mm-hmm. she kind of did some modeling because she was so tall. She was mm-hmm. taller than me, and when she was six one, and I'm not a coordinated man, mm-hmm. like you know, I'm not Mikhail Baryshnikov with my moves, and because I'm I'm tall and cocky, you know, lanky. And, and a woman who's six one is probably going to be kind of lanky and gawky too. So this is kind of like two Gumbies having sex or making out, and it's just long distances between erogenous zones. You really got to reach down or reach up, or you know, there's just like it's just a whole different playing field, a whole different geography sexually. Mm. Uh, so you know, I found it a little difficult, so that kind of frightened me. Plus, I mean, they're a rare breed, the six foot one woman. Indeed. So, so Kira, what? It, it, not to pigeonhole, you, but is there a number? Is there uh, uh, after a certain point just? He's just too tiny. You can't wear heels. Yeah, really. I mean, f- I'd say 5'8". I, I still am kind of like, kind of too short. But 5'8's okay. 5'7", five, 5'6", five, below. I mean, 5'5". Five, five, I can't do it. It seems to me like you want to be inclusive. They feel like friends. I do want to be inclusive. And you don't... And it seems like you want to be inclusive, but you you don't... I don't have a lot of must-haves, you know. I don't have like I don't have a you know he's got to be brunette, six-five, banker, whatever. Like I don't I don't have those kind of things. But he's got to be taller than me. 
All right, That's next it. question. Sorry. Anything else in there? Sorry, short guys. Anything I'll else? I'll be friends in? with you, though. No, I don't have anything else to say about that. It's unfortunate. It's actually very unfortunate. Yeah. There's nothing they can do. A uh, buddy of mine's short, and he's just gets so pissed off because yeah. he puts on... He, 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 well, he, he says it like this. He goes, when he puts on his dating profile, mm. he goes, women in their dating profile will say, you know, online dating on their mm-hmm. J-date profile or whatever will say, not into guys below 5'9". Mm. Or below, they'll be quite honest about that. If yeah. a guy said, and he he told this to me, this is his thought. He goes, if I said no girls beneath one ten, every woman in the world would go, that's the most terrible human being in the world. Uh, but, right? That's different. Height's different than weight. Uh, is no. it? I think so. Well, well, in, in, a, in, in that you can't do anything about your height, and you can't do something <laughs> about your weight. You know what I'm saying? Like, being, yeah. that's fucked up. Like, you can't change your race, so people get upset if people are racist. Right. But you can change your weight. In a certain game. Yeah. Anyway, any more questions? Well, this has saddened me, this question already. I <laughs> feel really bad for short people, short guys. Uh, they've got to be very funny, that's all. They've got to have an incredible personality and not be a dick. And that's genetic, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, speaking of dicks, question number two. How do you enjoy sex without a penis? I'd like to note here that sex and penis is capitalized. <laughs> like they're, <laughs> like just the S, S-E-X, <laughs> and penis is capital wow. P. So these are um, proper nouns, yeah, like cities. Um, and, and and it's what? How do you what? How do you enjoy <laughs> sex without a penis? I will say that if it's going to be a capitalization weird thing, I'm a professional copywriter. I, I, I know I'm going to be able to tell who wrote these. You're going to know. Um, so does this mean foreplay or does this mean with a woman? <laughs> like, how does a woman like a woman like? A penis is an erogenous thing that feels good when stroked and everything like that. So then how does a woman without oh, having oh, a penis... Oh, 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 I'm misinterpreting all these questions. Um, how do you enjoy sex without having a penis? Well, do you know the vagina has like three times as many nerve endings as the penis? Mm. Yeah. Let's see, this is, is that, why this show is helpful. Is that circumcised or uncircumcised? Clearly you guys weren't in the vagina monologues your freshman year in college, uh, like I was, where right. I learned all these things. Yeah. That's where I met my current roommate. We were both in the vagina monologues in college. Um, anyway. I was, I was in them in high school. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, a, young, a young Buck Perez doing the vagina monologues. That's, that, was, that was my life. I always think the vagina monologues is there's literally like a big vagina walks out. Talks. And it's like. <laughs> but it sounds kind of like the Chinese elephant man. If you ever saw that uh, the Learning Channel, where they have like the the, the no, guy's head is like about, melting, yeah. it's kind of like a mountain. He's like, and then he has a bad Chinese accent. So it's it's very indecipherable. And that's how I figured if if, if a if a vagina could talk, yeah, it would, it would yeah. be that kind. Sure. Would, that's what would a penis sound like then? It'd be kind of like you know like size noodles in Return of the Jedi, where they have that really long snout with the lips on the end. That's kind of penile. <laughs> but it's very articulate and it sounds like <laughs> so that's, that's singing. the penis right <laughs> no I mean I mean no. a penis seems like a more it's a more taut object than a mm. well some vaginas are taut <laughs> some are not there's a lot of gray area here yes. folks we're learning um, this is a ridiculous question I mean I've never had sex with a penis I mean you know having a penis on my own so I can't answer this but sex without a penis is pretty great Sex of the vagina is great, everybody. You should try it if you can. Everybody, now. All of our listeners, so, so go be need, a trans. We needed someone to tell us that. Transsexual. <laughs> it's pretty fantastic. I kind of um, want one now. I wasn't, I wasn't aware. You should. If you could be a woman for a day, you would, right? you try it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see what it's like to have one One day dick. out of 365, why not? <laughs> if, if I was a woman for a day, many times men go, 
if I had breast, I'd sit in the mirror all day and play with my breast. No, I, what I would do is I would be stuck in in the traffic, the proverbial psychological traffic of the mirror because I figured that it takes a woman a certain point in their life where they can get getting their hair down when they could be like, I got my hair done in an hour before I left the house. Mm. I figured the first time you woke up as a woman, the hair and makeup thing would take at least three days to oh. get right on a no, first attempt. No, I think attempt. you just go out. Go out. You got to go out your day. You can't be, you know, perfectly made up girl on yeah, your one the day. Hell, Todd? Hey, you really thought this through. Oh, I want to look good. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Any okay. more questions there, Kira? I mean, there's like a lot of them. All can, right. is, yeah, are we answering? Can I answer all of them? Pick, are pick we? You, Am I? Pick at your... You have one in your hand. I know. Pick, I don't like this one, though. All right, well, pick a, just pick, keep, pick just a winner. Going. Okay. That's my uh, third grade teacher said when she caught me picking my nose. <laughs> pick a winner? Pick a winner, Buck. <laughs> Come how on. do you pee, you guys? What's going on? <laughs> Sitting down, that's how. These that's are intelligent questions. questions that the listeners want to know. Do you enjoy voting or could you do without it? This shit got political. That's obviously tough. Yes, yes, I enjoy voting. I mean, I don't think it's responsible to go without it. So no, although it is a pain in the ass to go and actually do the voting. Well, However, I enjoy my civic duty. Here's what I'd say. I had an English friend once say this to me and it kind of changed my head on democracy a bit. Hmm. <laughs> He's like... Do you really trust the general public? And I was like, well, if you just kind of watch the tastes of the general public, People do you... are stupid. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you watch, the, like, the biggest selling hamburger is the Big Mac, right? Mm. Most people in society have decided upon the Big Mac, right? Like, you know, and that, you know, so you figure then everybody's voting, right? Like, they're not making the most informed opinion. Mm-hmm. Not that I really hate the Big Mac, but, you know, majority opinion tends to be a little more shittier. Like, right. the most popular show on TV isn't the best show on TV, you know? Is Two and a Half Men really the best show on TV, right? Oh. Exactly. I doubt it, but I, exactly. th- these are the people these, showing these up at the... your local voting booth, Buck. Right, right. I don't know. That was his thing. We'll, we'll, we'll get angry Fuck responses. Voting with their Fuck Ashton Kutcher. All right, what do we got here, Kira? Oh, my God. I'm not answering this. this Come is on. Buck. I heard there are <laughs> spider eggs and monkey dew on bananas. Is that true? What <laughs> the well, fuck? Well, what do you want? Are there? Heard there. Was. Are you withholding information you don't want to tell us? <laughs> I'm what sorry, do, I'm not what a banana women, expert. What do, what do you but as a monkey woman, dew is not the technical What do you term. as a woman know that I don't... <laughs> Nothing that's about bananas. That's one of them. Like you should know more about that's bananas than I do. How do magnets work? Come on, guys. <laughs> I'd like to know. <laughs> and plus, these but are. I wouldn't have been are... an English major. What do? Why do you like cats so much? <laughs> a. I resent this question because I hate cats. Oh, very good. Uh, <laughs> and if there's one thing that I could forego in all future having to listen to stand-up topics, that was terrible syntax. Basically, I'm really sick of hearing girls and guys do stand-up about cats. Hmm. It's I mean, all the time. And it's a new thing now with guys, like indie hipster guys are like obsessed with cats. Because they have cats and yeah, I, I, they're like the lonely. I'm very much on that tip with you. I hate cats. Thank you. No, I'm, yeah, a, I'm a dog. I'm a dog person. I'm uh, allergic to cats, so I was not really ever given the chance. But. And I'm allergic to them too. And it's funny, my stand-up teacher, uh, she basically her whole. Where did you take it? Acme. Mm. My Acme teacher, her whole bit was about cats. And she was like, the biggest laugh I get is a joke where I go, last night my cat ejaculated on my back. Wow. And I was like, well, well, hmm. I don't know when, I don't like, how do you twist that joke and go, did it miss the money shot? Or, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, your cat have bad aim? Is your cat doing you from behind? If it's, you know, I didn't, you know, I didn't know where... That's terrible. Yeah, it's not a good joke. Yeah, I don't know. 
She taught me, though. Exactly. Oh. She headlines big places. So. I know. I'm sure she does. I'm sure she votes, too. I hope she didn't make you do <laughs> I'm sure she votes as well. You work that in. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, but the... She yeah, votes I, on banana dew. That's right. <laughs> Monkey dew on banana. Oh, right. <laughs> so, was that your question? Get it straight. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not saying... All right, moving on. I like this one. What do you guys do wrong during makeout sessions that get on your nerves? Hmm. Hmm. Very hard, Cosmo. Hard hitting. Very Cosmo. <laughs> hard hitting. Feel like Barbara Walters, if she were English. <laughs> Fidel Castro. <laughs> Castro, guys, do a lot of things wrong during makeout sessions. Like saying constantly, how's this, how's this, do you like this? That's bad. You've got to gauge. Too much talky-talky, like needing verbal... Uh, Affirmation. Affirmations, no good. Mm. Asking if they can do something is also annoying. Um, a woman will let you know... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Just She's, we'll, we'll, do whatever until we <laughs> say no, I'd I feel, say. I feel like a woman kind of has it mapped out even before you went out to dinner that night. You're like, oh. I'll give him this many bases unless he really pulls some surprising shit on me that I want to go yeah, farther. Yeah, but there's always plenty of room for to play. Yeah, there's always like an idea of like, I'm not going to do this, you know, uh, but that, I mean, um, amongst my peer group uh that pretty much always changes there's a ballpark you have a ballpark idea about how many bases are going to be given up yeah yeah well you know first date the goal is just don't sleep with them and don't go down on them actually just try not to touch the genitals on the first date yeah because you guys the 50s had something going on right you know i'm trying to bring it we've got to try to bring it back it's sort of ridiculous because if you go that far when you first know each other there's like nothing left to kind of explore and mm. no reason for them to call you again and then mm. really really well, get to know each to, other let's take it back to mccarthy era that's what you're saying mm, that's go, exactly what i was saying then. let's go back want to be treated like doris day yes is that so much to ask no buck when yes. was the last time you treated a lady like doris like day, doris day uh, your midget hispanic long-haired girlfriend i don't even know who who we're talking about oh my god who really? are we talking about Do, you know like i'm just staring at grace right kelly now. <laughs> <laughs> look at you right now 1950s huh Movie actress. Doris Day was kind of like the Debbie Reynolds, kind of like happy, uh, you know, white bread girl next door mm. kind of thing. Like, eh, stop it. I'm Doris Day. Right. I was not brought up that way. Come on. Beautiful. I can't yeah. sing him. I don't really know the songs. Uh, I'm sorry. That was Stockard Channing in Greece. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> For all the women in the audience. Yeah, um, exactly. Yikes, I'm here. Yeah, I've, I've found this. I've found that the women that really slutted it up on the first date or whatever, that I found it more difficult to get into a regular relationship with because immediately you're like, oh, yeah, that happened. And then you're like, I'm sure that's happened before. You know, mm. you, I, I mean, I'm not. Ugh, such a gross double standard. I hate that. It is. <laughs> I mean, let's all acknowledge it. That is. Oh, it is a double standard. Because you did it. It's and we're not being like, ugh. I'm sure he's totally hooked up with a girl before. Yeah, but we're wired different. And it's, uh, a, it, it's like a, we're, we're playing offense. You're playing defense. That's how we see it. You know? <laughs> that's what it is, right? That's what you were talking about that's before, about you knowing you know, what yeah. you're going to do before. So we're, you want us to play amazing defense? No. No. That's lay, what it's your lay down like. Your, lay down your arms. Like, you know, yeah, but don't when you do, then fight. you lose interest. Uh, that's that's Todd, There's the me. rub. There's the rub. Therein lies the rub. Or lack of rub. Or lack exactly. of rub. I mean... No, because here's the deal. If, if if the woman's playing amazing defense for six months, okay. No, no, that's excessive. It, it means she has issues. But I mean, for the first couple times, if she's playing good defense and holding you back a bit, it shows she wants to let things mature. It sh- uh, honestly, it shows she's not easy. Um, because 
I, I went to a phenomenally wonderful liberal school and studied communications, which was very a liberal, liberal field and everything. And my school attempted to pound in my head the fact that men and women were identical for years. And I, I bought into it. And then look at the world around you. Look at the way the world reproduces itself. Look mm-hmm. at biology. And men and women... <laughs> Wait, let me do the stand-up comedian-wise. Yeah, here we go. Men and women really are different. <laughs> no, but I mean... Yark, 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 yark. It is true, and there are differences in male and female biology and life goals and what they're trying to do, and a woman's trying not to become pregnant and mm. should be selective about the man- amount of seed she lets in her as to not reproduce. Mm. Uh, willy-nilly. Willy-nilly. And a man is, you know, has biological drives which are different than a woman and the world has worked that way for years and so to call double standard on it is, is still also the same way as a woman saying, hey, short guy looks funny. It looks funny because that guy is biologically not tempting because a woman wants to procreate with a man who is taller. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is the evolutionary bio- biology non-political way of looking at things. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And that's the way I kind of see it. So I think that's an acceptable standard. I think women being choosy is best for the gene pool. Hmm. So I'm all right with that. But I mean, again, women should have freedom to, you know, have sex all they like and do whatever they want. Maybe in a, a world of birth control, uh, it means something different. And my, my views tend to be a little outdated. But I'm, it's, you know, I, it, it, I, I, that's okay. with That double standard's okay with me. But then again, I'm not a woman. Well, let me ask you this. If you went out with, with someone and you, you really liked them, you got along great, great chemistry, you admired them you thought they were great um but then it got really physical that very fast that night let's say she gave I, you a blowjob or you had I sex ad- with her i would admire that in her. <laughs> okay buck would admire that would and admire want to admire that. it again yes todd i think i was I, yeah I, I mean i'd be, Not be honest i mean would, would, I would it be, would it color would it color it wouldn't taint it no no <laughs> it would not taint it it would you being biological again yeah taint trying to yeah but no it'd be a Plus, not a minus. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't complete. It wouldn't completely taint it. I mean, I'm not some prude or whatever. Like I'm, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just... about it, about it, shit. But <laughs> um, I think it would the next day of me thinking, am I going to pursue a relationship? Yeah. You know, I don't have such a big ego to think. Well, it was me. How could she control herself? Hmm. You know, and so you know, I would put, I would put things in, in a different context. Interesting. But I probably also wouldn't really i know i sound like an old man i really yeah. wouldn't really f- force the sexual thing on the first date anyway yeah like i would like all right we're cool let's hug maybe a little kiss yeah maybe i'll grab the took us a little yeah <laughs> just a little ass play it's fine with me and then we'll go see, home for the night see you're thinking like, like a chick like you have the moves that you know you're gonna do beforehand yeah you know i'm saying you're you're going at it all wrong oh yeah yeah well are you I, going into every first date with the uh, intentions of boning down at least what we talked about before, not tainting it with a blowjob, you know, that'd be pretty nice. <laughs> a non-tainted blowjob. That's actually, all I'm looking for. I actually kind of prefer that. First yeah, first uh, date, yeah. Prefer mm. that for what? Oh, in general? Yeah. A blowjob to sex? Yeah. Wow. Wow, really? I, I can't really? screw up a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, less pressure. I mean, for a man to perform sexually, you have to you have to last long enough. There's things you have to do. You mm. have to. I mean, it's a whole. It's an exercise. It's like an athletic achievement. Okay. Because a woman is very delicate down there, and yeah. you have to do things correct in yeah. order to unlock the combination to make. Now Buck's just looking off. Like it's like no, I, was, I have no need I, for this. I, I was I was thinking that I don't know. When was the last? Uh, you know, I know you're married. Everything like that. But mm-hmm. when, the blowjobs are coming often or no? Because. <laughs> 
<laughs> that, that's a bold statement. Like it's, I know I'm, I'm intruding, but I mean, know. a blowjob, I just sit there. <laughs> You're hey. just lazy as fuck with this. Yeah, that's what no, I'm but saying. I mean, there's no performance. You well, know, I still prefer sex. All right. Yeah. I mean, so much more. Uh, Zesty. Zesty. Intimate. Yeah. There's more you can do with it. Otherwise, you're just sitting there. You know. Hey, you know. <laughs> That's what he's into. Look at him. He's like, yeah, I'm just sitting there. That's the whole point. Yeah. Maybe I'm just getting older. But getting lazy. We were talking about the double standard earlier. If I met the... I don't care. If I... Sorry, it was Salwin just hit me up on my, my cell phone. On Facebook. Salwin just Facebook me. Um... If I just met the girl at a bar and we had a wood night stand, then I would definitely like if it was a bar ten right. o'clock and I was in a hunter hunter mode. Yeah, I would not mind if I met a girl at a bar and had a one night stand. That wouldn't bother me at all. I'd like yeah. that. But if it was a date and I was going for a relationship, right? And then we we did it the first night. Then it would it would it color would, my opinion. It would okay. bother you. All right. Any more questions, there, Kira? Um, do do you want me to, to do another? Because there are there are a couple more. Let, yeah, let's get get Please get do. through uh, one or two more. Okay. Why do sometimes girls talk too much? This one's bucks. <laughs> That's for <obvious>. sure. <laughs> That's this is an irritating question and I don't know what to do with it. Uh, first of all, I've been invited to come here and talk. You're here for your opinion. <laughs> You're here for your opinion. Please give it. Here we go. My opinion is why sit in silence? Yeah. We're filling your lack. That's what we're doing. See, so when if we're talking a lot, it's because you're not talking. When I was with a girlfriend of a long time, whenever she did give me the silent treatment, it was seriously like, a relief for me because it was seriously <laughs> like, you know, just so like, she I was boring. Co- I could collect my thoughts and, and I could actually hear the voice that's in my head for a little <laughs> while. You know, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful thing when she gave me a sound treatment. I loved it. Well, there's a difference between boring chatterboxing, I think, and like, you know, right. making conversation. It's just, yeah, 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 yeah. All the uh, time. I, you know, usually this isn't my problem, the chatty girl, because mm. I'm kind of chatty myself. So I have, yeah. I have yet to meet a woman that could outchat me. Okay. But a girl that outchatted me is someone with a psychological problem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, if, yeah. If the girl's beating me yeah. in the like conversation ratio at yeah, dinner, yeah. I need to get out of there because she, really? she's got problems. She's got issues. Yeah, <laughs> if you talk more than issues. me. Yeah. I mean, I do a podcast, you know, like I, I know. you know, I'm a chatty human being. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, because I am an overchatter. Yeah. So therefore, so am I. But I like chatty guys in return. I mean, there's got to be a good banter happening. Also, I'm very uncomfortable with like awkward silences. So I'll fill that, you know, just to make it so that there's no possibility of a. I don't know. I'm afraid of what will happen in awkward silence. I'm not really sure. Let's not psychoanalyze me. (laughs) Yeah. Feel like I'd be feeling a lot of silences if I went on a date with Buck. That's, that's for sure. A, that's Look at him just sitting. Right <laughs> I, was, I wasn't going to say another word for five minutes, but that wouldn't be fun. I'd like so. to sit in silence just to spite yes. you, but I wouldn't be able to. Yes. Dad chatty. Both parents are very chatty. Okay. No, my, my mom is incredible, ch- incredibly chatty. My dad, not so much. So yeah, no, more more mom. All right. All right. Last question. All right. I've got to choose <laughs> between like, three here. Hold on. Um. Buck, but while she's choosing, Buck, do you feel satisfied today? Do you feel like you've you've grown as a man? Do you feel again? Do you feel like you can accept Kira being on the show more often? Because I I personally, you know, I could I could tolerate. All right, I could tolerate. <laughs> Is that a, the best you can a, do? Let's just say that. Let's just. My ego hath not been stroked <laughs> properly. <laughs> last, last question. Last question. <laughs> okay, um, why do women hate other women? This is a blanket Ooh. statement. Again, Ooh. I don't appreciate this. Yeah. Mm. I disagree. I have mostly girlfriends, so I mean, I have more girlfriends than guy friends. Um, oh wait, oh if this God, means, thank you. What? That's the best answer you could ever give. Oh, huh. because 
any girl that number one red flag with a female like oh yeah on a like date, i don't like girls yeah i have more guy friends and girlfriends yeah. yeah that's bad not not a healthy th- any girl I ever dated who had my more guy friends and girlfriends was like fucked up and weird on some level that girls didn't like her yeah and yeah girls didn't like her. she was not she was weird with intimacy all yeah. sorts of stuff and um, like, the kind of girl that body slams other girls when they're just sitting around like tries to like you know is, is competitive with yeah. other girls yeah, and describing other- my type Oh yeah, this is this is who I'm going for. I was my heart was broken by one of these ladies. Really? What'd she do? Why? She body slammed your ass. No, she's had tons. Of, she had just tons of male friends. Mm-hmm. One of them being Wee Man. That's a whole different story. Jackass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Little guy skateboarder. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Wait, really? Did it him? I was good friends with him. Okay. He was my neighbor. Okay. Yeah, but um, yeah, and I and I found that, and then they but she. And they buddy-buddy with all these guys, and these tend to be quite attractive girls usually. They buddy-buddy with the guys, and all the guys are just trying to date her or make sweet love with her or whatever, and then they're just fending off dudes all the time. Yeah. And then when you're the guy trying to like... But they clearly like that position. It, they're playing that position. Socially, they're playing that position in life, which other yeah. women find off-putting. Yeah. And yeah, it, so it's more of a, a sociopath okay? <laughs> it's like the guy who only hangs out with girls who isn't a homosexual yeah and you're like well, other dudes don't like to hang out with you why is that and it yeah. tends to be a skeevy dude um or incredibly socially awkward maybe or like really yeah. just really again someone's <laughs> blowing up someone's blowing me up so yeah no i'm not one of these and I, I don't really know i don't understand those kind of women that don't have that aren't able to have close relationships with other women so these questions are awesome. <laughs> well, I hope the uh, you're welcome. I hope you've learned some things, readers, about um, the fact that Buck no one, knows nothing about no women. One reads our show, but thank you. Okay, <laughs> hope all the readers got that one. Listeners, listeners, well, I proverbial like, readers. I like to thank Kira Hesser for coming back and doing more shows with us because oh. I think she's done a fabulous job on all. Of That's your opinion. <laughs> I think she's done a fabulous. Buck, please love me. her down. <laughs> I think she's done a fabulous job. We'd love to have Kira on as much as possible. Next week, different host. No? I'd like to thank Buck Perez for uh, giving his questions today (laughs) and uh, showing his thoughts on women. You're welcome. And I'm Todd Perry. And we'll see you on Wednesday.